Hello and welcome to Succeed Through Speaking, the place for experts and entrepreneurs who want high-value ideas to boost business results. Hello, I'm Tom Bailey and in today's episode, I'll be welcoming back Jill Stanton to the Succeed Through Speaking podcast. Now, for those of you that don't know Jill already, first of all, where have you been? But she's the creator of the Millionaire Girls Club and the co-founder of the brand's wealthy course creator and Screw the 9 to 5. Both her and her husband, Josh, help digital course creators and coaches change more lives, create a bigger impact and make more money than they know what to do with. So Jill, hello, and a very warm welcome back to today's episode. Thanks for having me. Now, episode 100, such a big milestone for you, man. In fact, episode 100. And Jill, if you don't know already, was episode number one as well. So it's great to have her back and get this milestone. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. So just out of interest then, Jill, whereabouts are you hanging out in the world right now? I'm currently in the Cayman Islands. Awesome. (laughs) Kicking it in the tropics. Just, Just recently moved, I understand. Yeah, we moved about four months ago. Wow, amazing. What yeah. a life. <laughs> Thank you so much. And let's get straight into it then. So the title for today's episode is How to Become a Wealthy Course Creator. And Jill is going to show us how to do that in just seven minutes. So no pressure. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing if that was what actually a thing you could do? <laughs> yeah. So first question for you today is who are your ideal clients? Yeah. So for us, it's typically experienced course creators and coaches. So someone who is in the information space, in the transformation space, they typically have an offer that is either proven or they have an audience who's just waiting for them to launch their their first program. So we really work with those people to have bigger live launches with way less stress. Amazing, fantastic. And such a big need as well. I know it very well myself. Mm -hmm. And I wish we had had it when we were coming up the ranks because it yeah. probably would have saved a lot of day drinking and a whole lot of ugly crying so <laughs> would have been nice. ugly crying, day drinking all the rest of it <laughs> um, and when you first meet your clients what would you say is typically the biggest challenge that they face um I would say typically well they think it's external things like a sales strategy or ads or a funnel or growing their audience. But mostly it's typically, it typically comes down to like a fear of rejection a fear of failure, fear of judgment, um, fear of success. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of things that internally hang us up that we project as like external circumstances or things that aren't going well for us, but always boils down to really when you get to it, always the thoughts we think about the things we're experiencing. Amazing. And do you tend to focus there first to get the foundations built internally before the rest of it? Well, I do. The beauty of Josh and I teaming up is he's very outer game and I'm all inner game. So we are a beautiful balance and harmony for our clients. So I do mindset sessions where I do a lot of hot seats with them. And then Josh right now is doing um, sales coaching with them. So we really try to hit both inner and outer, but I'm a true believer that, um, you know, a strong inner awareness and a strong inner game is always going to take you way further than any kind of, you know, of the moment strategy. Um, but I don't think you always start there, right? Like a lot of people, I, myself and Josh included, like came into it being like, okay, how can we make as much money as possible Mm -hmm. in as fast of a turnaround as possible? Um, and I think a lot of people start there and they, they kind of overlook the mindset piece, but yeah, 
you know, it only takes you burning out or hitting your first road bump to make you realize that that inner game piece is absolutely paramount to your success. So, so let's dive into that inner in game piece a, a little bit more. So I guess if you don't get the inner game right, what impact might that have on either them or their business? Well, typically what I see is it causes people to either play small, to self-sabotage, yeah. to cut themselves out before they even get started to give up earlier than they should. Um, not that they should ever give up, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and just really like not enjoy <laughs> themselves, their business and their life. Yeah. Um, and so, and so often it's, it's almost like unnoticeable, like it's noticeable because it's painful and you can't understand why you keep repeating the same patterns, but it typically stems down to beliefs. You believe so hard, you don't even real realize their beliefs or their what, is keeping you stuck. And so typically that happens as you kind of drill down and you start asking like, why do you think that? Or where does that come from? Or where did you learn that? And then from there, a whole like new world opens up where you can start to build awareness around, you know, some of these annoying little habits or patterns or beliefs that no longer support you. They need to kind of peel away and upgrade. Fascinating. Thank you. Completely agree with that. And the next question then for me is question number four. And that is, what is one piece of valuable advice that you might give to somebody to really help them move forward and solve this problem? For inner like for mindset specifically? Yeah, mindset, especially when it comes to wealthy course creation. Mm, Okay, yeah. So it's always like starting with what do I currently believe about, you know, insert any topic here. wealth, money, success, freedom, my own abilities, my own self-worth, like whatever it is, Um, asking yourself what you currently believe and getting clear on that. And the reason that's so important is because as those beliefs and those thoughts come up again, and they will until you're really like Mm -hmm. consciously working on them, you can start to spot them or catch them as I call them. So as you get clear on what you currently believe, when those disempowering or non-supportive beliefs come up again. And again, they will, um, you can catch them in the moment and then consciously choose to, I say, cancel them. Like I say, cancel out loud, like a giant weirdo, because I'm so committed to this process and then kind of, um, replace them or correct them with the new belief you want to believe that is in support of where you want to go, what you want to do, what you want to create, what you want to experience and who you want to be. Right. I love it. Such valuable stuff. And the next question then on Following on from this is if somebody's listening to this message and they want to create a course or they've been putting it off for a few years, let's say, what's what one valuable resource that you can share with people to really help them get started in course creation? Mm, I mean, there's so many. So it depends. Like if you want to take a course or whatnot, um, there's so many out there, but we have a just like a quick $37 workshop series. Um, called Course Creators Funnel, which will help people create like a a mini course that they can start to sell 24-7 to get customers. We're big believers in um, really customer acquisition over just free lead acquisition. And so I believe this is one of the easiest ways to do that is to have like this starter course or a mini course that you can sell on Evergreen 24-7 and really build an audience of customers. So I would always always say start there, but also yeah. if you listen to our podcast, Wealthy Course Creator, um, before we rebranded the name, it used to be called Screw the screw the nine to five. And we have a ton of episodes around creating programs, creating courses, what you need to do before you even think about that, how to get clear on your niche, your target customer, what problem you solve the transformation. Like there's so many things that obviously go into it. That is so hard to break down in a seven minute episode. But if I, if I could distill it down to one thing, like the most important thing for you to get clear on is like, 
who do you serve and how do you serve them? Yeah. Like what problem do you solve? What transformation do you provide? Who is that for? And how can you get in front of them? Absolutely. And just because you mentioned the podcast and the mini course, what I'll do is I'll post links to both of those in the show notes. And I believe you've also got a new mastermind to talk about today. If you can just mention that as well for us. Yes. Yeah. So launch mastermind is for course creators and coaches who run live launches or want, want to run a live launch. Um, and want to, well, we call it pay to play launches. So it's very much paid on the front and the back end style of launching. So a lot of people teach, you know, just have a freebie or a webinar or a video series or a free challenge or whatever it is. And, you know, hopefully if you do it right, three to 5% of those people will convert into your signature offer. Josh and I are just so over that outdated device. So um, we teach how to create pay to play launches, which is low entry cost virtual events, essentially, whether that's a challenge, a boot camp, a mastermind, a workshop, whatever that is for you, a clinic, yeah. um, you charge a small amount on the front end. So you're working with customers inside mm-hmm. of your launch. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the goal is to get your launch self-liquidating or even into profit before you even open up enrollment for your signature offer. That way you can just go bigger, yeah. right? go bigger, get more in the ring, like serve more people, figure out the, you know, there will always be road bumps and things that come up, obstacles, better ways you could do something. But Mm -hmm. the best way you do that is by working with customers and figuring out what they need um, and always upping your game. And so that's why we always just never shut up about these pay to play launches so that you can start working with customers versus freebie seekers who, you know, don't show up or really participate or engage or therefore convert. Love it. So it's, you know, it's validation. People are willing to invest. It's also self-liquidating and you've got a higher quality of people inside the group, which is always mm-hmm. a big benefit for you as a course creator. So just a quick one, then the link to that is wealthycoursecreator.com forward slash mastermind. And what I'll do again is I'll post that link into the show notes. Yeah, perfect. That goes live this week that we're talking. So perfect. Awesome. Early October, 2021. Fantastic. And the next question from me today is over your journey, Jill, what would you say is one of your greatest either learnings or mistakes or failures that you've made personally? And what did you learn from it? Well, there's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) um, Best quote unquote mistake we ever made, which was the best thing that ever happened to us was in 2013, we tried to launch our first course and no one bought it. And I'm not even exaggerating or being dramatic. Literally no one bought it. And we had like this beautiful learning moment where we based our course around what we thought people wanted instead of asking them directly what they wanted, um, or even just paying attention to what they were asking us about. Um, and so the lesson there was create something people actually want better lesson and is pre-sell it so that you don't spend months of your time and money like we did creating something no one wants. Um, so that was one of the most beautiful lessons we learned so early on, like within the first year of our business, thank God. And then, um, second, I would say one of the best moments I think we've ever had is And again, this might sound weird to some people, but was when we chose to shut down every offer that was no longer serving us or in alignment with who we wanted to be um, and the business we wanted to have. And we hit this giant reset button. This was back at the beginning of 2019. And it was honestly like a breakthrough year for us to kind of like take control back in our business, not just be, you know at the mercy of something we had created that no longer aligned with us and really consciously created the next chapter of our business, which is where we find us ourselves now. Awesome. Love it. Very, very, very fascinating. And also, you know, being able to switch things off, which could potentially generate revenue, even though, you know, you just know you want that fresh break and yeah, 
changed yeah. the game for you. So fantastic. And the last question for me today is what is one question that you think I should have asked you today that will also bring some great value to our audience? Hmm. How the heck did you move to the Cayman Islands? <laughs> yeah. well, I'm sure there's a great story. <laughs> I'm kidding. I say that because you're British and it's a British territory and therefore you could get here really quick. <laughs> and how did you do it with a three-year-old as well? Pardon? <laughs> and how did you do it with a three-year-old as well? Yeah, I mean, they... this is an amazing place for young families. Mm -hmm. Um, so the schools here are badass. There's so many activities for kids here, but truly like it is, if, if we could jam on one thing, or if I wish you would ask me one thing, it would be like, how do you really consciously design a life that you just can't get enough of? And I think consciously choosing where you want to live and the environment you want to be around or yeah. be in, I think environment is such a determinant factor of our success and more so just like our overall vibe, who we're surrounded by, um, the just general consensus or vibe of, you know, the population you're around will have a direct impact in your business and in your life. And so if you're not happy or lit up or excited or enthusiastic about where you currently are, the best thing you could do is to change your environment. Okay. And when we found ourselves in that kind of loop last year, we were living in Canada and it just was getting really weird <laughs> in Canada. And so we decided to consciously change our location. Um, we went to Puerto Rico and Mexico, and then we found ourselves in the Cayman Islands and just wow. kind of very much reinvigorated ourselves, re-inspired our business, reimagined everything completely and have started creating a new life here. Love it. What a great story. Jill, thank you so much again for your time today. I really appreciate you coming along and sharing such great value with our audience. Thank you so much, Tom. And huge, huge, huge props to you, my friend, for hitting episode 100. Thanks again. 